Welcome to the Arborist News Audio Podcast brought to you by the International Society of Arboriculture. This audio version of the Arborist News CEU article is voiced by Paul Johnson, Urban Forestry Program Coordinator with Texas A&M Forest Service. This month's article is Basic Tree Plumbing Translocation by Christine Balk and A.D. Ali. Objectives. Identify the pathways water and nutrients travel inside a tree. Explain the transpiration stream. Differentiate between translocation and transpiration. Describe how all internal systems work together to maintain tree health. The literal meaning of translocation is changing of place. It may refer to water movement in the plant, through the xylem, or to the movement of nutrients and hormones through the phloem. In this article, we will focus on water movement with a brief discussion of nutrient movement within a plant. Water moves throughout the tree via both active and passive processes. The major route of entry into the tree is through root absorption. Water moves acropetally, upwards, from the roots to the leaves. It also moves basopetally, downwards from the leaves into other parts of the tree, carrying nutrients, sugar, and defense elements. Acropetal movement of water occurs passively in the continuous, dead xylem cells, located in recent annual rings. Basopetal movement occurs actively primarily in living phloem cells. As water moves from the roots to the leaves, it carries cytokinins, plant-regulating hormones, that communicate the health condition of the root system to the leaves. As the leaves sense the condition of the roots, they in turn send other plant growth hormones, auxins, to the roots, the movement of which is facilitated by water. The speed of water movement from the roots to the leaves can be rapid. It is generally faster in ring-porous trees than in diffuse-porous hardwoods and conifers. Table 1 from this article in the August 2016 Arborist News illustrates the speed of water movement in various trees under normal conditions. Coder 1999, Coder 2012. Photosynthesis occurs primarily in the leaves and to a minor extent in green bark tissue. Carbohydrates made during photosynthesis are actively transported in the phloem to various parts of the plant. The pathway is defined between source, where the products are made, and sink, where the products are utilized or stored. The actual movement may be explained by way of the pressure flow hypothesis, Kimball 2014a. The pathway is considered active because energy is required to selectively load sugar and hormones into the phloem. Transpiration is the passive movement of water from the soil through the roots, up the trunk, into branches, and finally into leaves from where the water evaporates into the atmosphere. This transpiration flow also carries essential elements, hormones, and other compounds from the roots to the leaves. The process is enabled by water, which is the most important ingredient for the life of the tree. Water acts as a solvent, a transport medium, a coolant, and an ingredient in photosynthesis, among other functions. Trees on average are composed of 80% water, Coder 2012. Water has a high cohesive force where each molecule is strongly attracted to the other water molecules. This results in high water surface tension, visible when a drop of water rests on a waxy leaf surface. The drop remains semi-spherical rather than flattening out onto the surface due to the cohesion bonds among water molecules. This strong bond is important in many processes inside of the tree. Leaves contain open pores through which gas and vapor exchange occur. These openings are known as stomata, singular stoma, and are found on the lower leaf surface. They possess a unique set of guard cells that regulate the opening and closing of the pores. In the daytime, when water is abundant inside the tree and evaporation rates are normal, the stomata remain open via turgidity of the guard cells. 
When water is limited inside the tree, drought conditions, the guard cells become flaccid, limp, and close the opening, thus preventing loss of water. When the stomatal apertures are open, water molecules are exposed to the atmosphere. Rising temperatures and wind movement exert external energy that pulls exposed water molecules into the vapor state. As those molecules are extracted, they pull on adjacent water molecules through the cohesive forces mentioned earlier. This creates a chain effect where other water molecules are pulled up through the various xylem vessels. Continuing all down through the tree, water molecules are thus pulled into the root from the surrounding soil. The cohesive force among water molecules is very high and is largely responsible for the upward movement of water in the tree. When stomata are open, two physical processes take place, evaporation of water molecules and gas exchange. Carbon dioxide enters the leaf and is utilized in photosynthesis, which produces oxygen that is released into the atmosphere. Photosynthesis requires chlorophyll to absorb energy from the sun. Without this absorption, photosynthesis would not occur. Respiration is the opposite of photosynthesis. It produces energy needed by the plant to grow and produce chemicals. The process requires sugar and oxygen and produces carbon dioxide. For every carbon dioxide molecule that enters the stoma, dozens of water molecules escape into the atmosphere. As such, the majority of water moving through the transpiration stream is lost through evaporation, and only a minute amount is actually used by the tree. This reflects the importance of having sufficient water in the soil surrounding trees. Water loss in trees occurs primarily through stomata, but also through other routes such as bark, fruit, and lenticels. To some extent, evaporative water loss is always taking place, except when relative humidity is 100%, evidenced by foggy conditions. When the evaporative potential is high, stomatal guard cells close to conserve water and prevent air bubbles from forming in the xylem, cavitation, or embolism. The latter occurs when the cohesive forces of water molecules break, creating air bubbles inside the xylem vessels and the movement of water up the tree is disrupted. Transpiration provides three functions. One, it pulls the water column from the soil roots to the leaves. Two, it moves nutrient elements into the water stream to reach the leaves, where they are used in photosynthesis. And three, it cools the leaf surface during hot periods. The rate of transpiration at 30 degrees Celsius, 86 Fahrenheit, may be three times the rate when the temperature is 20 degrees Celsius, 68 degrees Fahrenheit. Kimball, 2014b. Water flow is driven by energy from the sun. Heat causes evaporation of water through the stomates. This evaporation in turn creates a negative pressure that increases with tree height. At root level, the pressure is one atmosphere. As the water moves upwards, the negative pressure increases and may reach as low as negative 15 atmospheres at the treetop. In order to keep the water from boiling inside the xylem at those negative pressures, the tree maintains a continuous column of water. Some trees, such as giant redwoods, Sequoia dendron giganteum, may grow to a height of 300 feet, 91 meters, or more. Other species may grow to substantial height in non-resource-limiting sites, but remain rather short in resource-limiting sites. One proposed theory to explain this is the hydraulic limitation hypothesis by Ryan and Yoder, 1997. Simply stated, water encounters resistance in the xylem as it moves acropetally. In very tall trees, this resistance increases with distance as well as the gravitational pull. 
the downward force of gravity creates a gradient of 0.01 megapascal per meter. This intensification in resistance results in increased water stress in leaves, causing stomatal closure. When stomata close, the gas exchange rate slows down, resulting in reduced photosynthesis and growth. Trees absorb water through young, non-hardened roots, the majority of which are found in the upper few inches centimeters of soil. Whereas trees develop only a single set of new leaves per year, new absorbing roots may be generated several times. Root absorption includes movement of both water and nutrients into the tree. Water tends to move from areas of high potential to areas of low potential in a process termed osmosis. This, along with the transpirational columnar pull, facilitates water entry into the roots. When water is abundant in the soil, roots grow at a normal pace and absorb nutrient elements that can be used for growth. When the soil is dry, root growth slows down and the roots start to mature, becoming hardened or suberized. The result is loss of absorptive capacity and reduced overall growth. The water molecule is composed of one oxygen atom with negative polarity attached to two hydrogen atoms, each with positive polarity. Due to the stability and polarity of this molecule, water acts as a universal solvent. When water moves through soil, it dissolves essential elements and facilitates their entry into the roots. Water quality is another contributing factor to tree health and water nutrient uptake. High salinity in soil water can be harmful to tree roots, considering water will move from high potential to low via osmosis. If there is high salt content in the soil, the water will be pulled from the roots, this reverses the transpirational process and results in leaf desiccation, often referred to as fertilizer burn. Salinity can be determined by measuring the total dissolved solids, TDS. This includes all dissolved salts, metals, and ions in the water and is expressed in milligrams per liter. The higher the TDS value, the more likely plants will be affected by the salinity level. Normally, a value of 2,000 milligrams per liter or higher will adversely affect plant growth. Soil pH is also crucial to what nutrients a tree will uptake. In urban soils especially, this can be a continuous problem for trees. The pH of soil will affect which nutrients can be absorbed or not, and to what degree they can be absorbed. This can lead to nutrient deficiencies, which may ultimately lead to less photosynthesis and therefore less energy stored by the tree. Altering pH is difficult to influence and maintain. With some exceptions, the ideal pH for most plants is slightly acidic, around 6.0 to 6.5. In order for a tree to thrive, it needs an ideal mix of water, sunlight, wind, humidity, soil pH, nutrients, and space. Thank you for listening to this month's Arborist News audio podcast. An online quiz worth one CEU is available now to current ISA members. This quiz will become available to non-members in August 2017. Visit the ISA web store and search for online quizzes for the most recent CEU opportunities. Arborist News is ISA's bi-monthly serial publication that provides readers with the latest in arboricultural news and education. This magazine is an ISA member benefit and offers opportunities for ISA credential holders to earn CEUs. Become a member today to start receiving Arborist News in your mailbox or your inbox. That concludes this episode. Please check back for the next Arborist News audio.